the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian, is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. I hope you all heard our guest last week because he was so great. We're having him on again today. His his name is Jeff Weitzman. And by the way, if you did miss last week, be sure and catch the podcast. It's available on all major podcast platforms. So Jeff Weitzman is a professional and award-winning filmmaker. He's been an actor in Hollywood, we found out, for some 10 years. I understand he's been a musician as well. He's a terrific researcher, and last but most importantly, he's a father of two grown children. So today we're going to mainly talk with Jeff about three things. First, we're going to talk about a lot of the corruption of our medical system, which includes, but not only including, vaccines. Then we're going to touch on the experience that he and Kathleen had, and me a little bit, with bonds for the wind, win and what happened with that. And then most importantly, we're going to get to the alternative structures and projects Jeff is working on right now to make sure these mandates never happen again. So welcome, Jeff. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, that was really a great discussion last week. Hope everybody tunes into that. And today we're going to go more into the corruption in the medical system, which none of us were, or well, not none of us, some of us have been more aware of. But I think you and I, Jeff, both really uh, have seen this more in the last few years than we ever were aware of before. Uh, And I said that you and, you know, you said in one video that a few years ago you weren't awake, meaning you weren't aware of all the fraud in the medical system and you were vaccinating your children and going along with the cancer treatments that they recommended for your wife. But I started investigating at the beginning of COVID. When did you start investigating all the fraud that it's built on and the corruption? Yeah. um, In 2015, my wife was diagnosed with bladder cancer and they said, because it got into the muscle wall, we're going to have to remove her bladder uh, chemo and radiation, 50% chance of survival. Oh, by the way, we have to cut her vagina in half so that we can make everything fit properly. We may have to make another bladder out of intestinal material, so we may have to cut her intestine. I mean, it was also barbaric and ridiculous. Um, we ended up going to Germany, and we treated it naturally with focused heat, hyper- hyperthermia is what it's called, IV nutrients and ozone therapy, and in 30 days, her cancer was completely gone. Okay, so that's, you know, wow. exciting, exciting fact, number one. But then number two was when we got back and told our doctor about it, he wasn't curious. He didn't want to know anything about it. And I told him, I think it's borderline criminal what you're doing to take a, a healthy 
organ out of somebody's body just because it has a little cancer in it. And, uh, um, you know, there's a way to treat it. And so he said, no, I stand behind the system, our peer-reviewed, double-blind clinical trial system, which is the gold standard. And that was the big, big revelation for me. Oh, wow. So if we find something that works, they don't even want to know about it. And then, of course, that was the thing that led me to understanding um, where power and money, you know, corrupts everything, especially as it relates to healthcare. And the way they do it is they only test the things that make money for them. They don't test the things that don't make money for them. So that eliminates 90% of the cures, right? Because the stuff that they do just treats symptoms. It doesn't cure people from disease. So that once I saw that, once we got to COVID, what happened for me was they said, uh-oh, it's a deadly virus, it'll kill you. That's when I came out very openly, you know, on social media and said, don't believe them because all viruses are treatable. There isn't a virus on this planet that's not treatable. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't believe them. And then that's when other people came at me and said, Jeff, you're dangerous. You're going you're gonna to kill people with those thoughts. And I said, no, you haven't seen what I've seen because I've seen, you know, IV nutrients being able to kill any virus that's out there. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was my introduction, Kathleen. And that's why I knew when this came around, oh, my God, the fraud is on and they're just lifting it to a higher level now. Well, and it's so ironic because the, 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 he told you that they use the double-blind placebo random controlled studies yeah. Yeah. when they do not do that for vaccines. They do none of that. They, they never, never have. Yeah. Never have. So yeah. they don't even yeah. use their own standard against, yep. you know, to, to test these dangerous injections that are powerful drugs. So yeah. uh, when did you start looking into the COVID vaccine and vaccine schedule in general? Right. You know, so 2015, my wife was healed from cancer. By the way, she eventually passed away in 2020. Um, the cancer came roaring back after five great years that we had. But that was even a learning experience because we learned that emotional issues are a driver of disease. And she had not been able to deal with her issues from childhood where she was victimized. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a way to process that. She was not able to do that. And that's what eventually caused the cancer to really rear up and take her life. But I would say after about 2015, that's when our eyes were open to everything. Then we started piecing together what happened to our kids. Like after our son got the MMR vaccine, he stopped talking for a year. Really? And we were like, oh, now we know why that happened. And then our daughter, one of the greatest runners ever at Crescenta Valley High School in, um, in uh, La Crescenta, California, where we used to live, um, she got the Gardasil vaccine, and then she had so much neuropathy she would never run again. She was even drafted by uh, UC Irvine to run for their program. She couldn't do it because she was so injured. The neuropathy was so bad she couldn't run. We eventually detoxed her and healed her from that. But I was able to then firsthand put the pieces together. And, wow. and that's the problem is the con job is so good. It's hard for you to connect the dots. But once you have that one little inkling, that glimmer into, oh, my God, they lied to me. Yeah. That's when you can start to put the pieces together. 
Interesting. Um, you know, we had a guest so, on a, a couple of weeks ago. He wasn't taking the same approach as you, but the same principle in terms of bucking the system, Dr. Brian Tyson. He's treated successfully over 12,000, within his practice, over 12,000 COVID patients. And he's treated them with older repurposed drugs. And the point you were making, Jeff, is these older repurposed drugs, and I know you take a different approach, but these older drugs don't make a ton of money. They make no money for big pharma. And so they, the censorship and the persecution that he has undergone is similar probably to some of the things you've experienced. The, when, when somebody bucks against that big money profit machine, and by the way, I used to work in big pharma. I used to work for Eli Lilly and company. Um, but when somebody bucks that profit machine, wow, you see the full fury, and then especially when they're in combination with the federal government. Because yeah, Dr. Tyson, way, he cares about his patients. Say, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Stuff, go ahead. The stuff that they were prescribing in hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, these are, you know, they're not dangerous drugs. They're not. Right. And, and when we look at, um, you know, some of the stuff they were using with COVID, uh, what is it, resveratrol or whatever the name of that stuff is? Remdesivir kills, right. kills your you. kidneys, kills them. Yes. That's a very different uh, pharmaceutical product than ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Right. So I don't, I don't have any problem with anybody using those older drugs. My, my problem is with the whole new philosophy, which is just profit, 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 because that stuff's, you know, damaging the body. And that's what I found when I looked into vaccines and I, I actually put it into a book and it risks and benefits of vaccines for informed choice. But the the CDC, the FDA, the all, NIH, all the agencies are just captured by the pharmaceutical industry. And they just don't care because they're making big, huge money. And ever since 1986, when they took the liability off, that's when they, the vaccine schedule just exploded. And then, and, when so, they, and then when they legalized consumer – and by the way, we're still the only industrialized nation in the world that allows direct-to-consumer advertising via television of pharmaceutical products. And, and that's why they've captured and our that's news why, And that's outlets. why our use per capita, our use per capita of drugs is multiple times over, for example, Western Europe. It's happened since they started advertising directly to the consumer. But did you? We're, we got so many things we can talk so, about. Did you want to get to well, bonds for the win? That's you want to talk the about that? corruption of the medical system, and we could just go on and on about that. Uh, one thing I just want to point people to is some of Jeff's documentaries that talk about the healing process, the alternative ways of being healed, the alternative treatments of cancer that that do not buy into this big money machine treatment process so uh you can go on jeff's website to see some of the uh, the and, and by the way the, the website is j jwfilms.org so if they go to jwfilms.org they'll be able to find all my films thanks great great uh, i want to talk about the bonds for the win process so we've talked about the problem a little bit i mean yes it's very huge, all the corruption. So how do we go against these officials, for instance, Nathan Fletcher in our own county, who's implementing the globalist agenda and the big pharma agenda of forcing people to take their products. And, you know, you and I met at the the county supervisors when we filed bond claims against Nathan Fletcher. 
we had heard that there's a process that says we can go against their insurance policy. Uh, so how did, how did you find out about that? And what, what do you think that the outcome of that was? I mean, I can tell from my point of view, but let's hear you. Sure. So um, every elected official has what's called a bond. It's a surety bond. It's insurance against anything they do so that if they break the law or if they hurt somebody, there's an insurance policy to back them up. And so when these people from Bonds for the Win, and I think you can just do an Internet search for Bonds for the Win Mm -hmm. and you'll find them. What they discovered was if you go after that surety bond, and go to the insurers and say, hey, you're, the person you're backing is breaking the law, and I'm filing a claim against you right now to say that uh, this person is breaking the law, and um, you, as an insurance company, should probably pull this bond and no longer insure this lawbreaker. And so uh, what ends up happening is uh, then that elected official no longer has insurance. And once they don't have insurance, they basically have to leave office. Now, the trick is getting the surety bond, finding the bond. That's the tricky part, Kathleen. And that's what we failed to do in going after Nathan Fletcher, because ah. you have we have to go to the secure the secretary of state. We have to get the specific bond number. Then we have to contact the insurance policy and uh, it's a little bit more detailed than what we did. What we did is we went to the office of, this, of the Board of Supervisors and we got claim forms to fill out both for the city and for the state. And we filled that out correctly, but then they just gave us their blanket answer of, yeah, no, you don't have a claim and there's nothing, nothing going on here. So our next step would be to file a lawsuit, which, you know, obviously we don't want to do. But the other thing that we still can do is we can go that extra mile of finding out more about how to expose the surety bond. And the reason I haven't done that is because I chose to instead do everything to protect myself from the government so that they can never demand anything from me. Um, I'm completely protected. I'm no longer a federal citizen. I'm what's called a non-citizen national I'm a a citizen of California, but not of uh, the federal United States. Um, And in terms of my business, I have an irrevocable business trust. And so the government can't tax me for anything that I do with that trust, because a trust, an irrevocable trust is a private contract between um, individuals and the government has no right into that area. Mm -hmm. So it's all about jurisdiction and I'm putting myself in the private side. There's a, it's a lot to learn and it's mm-hmm. a lot of work. And I've chosen to spend my time and my energy to get a farm, um, make a healing center on that farm to heal people of diseases, grow food, basically take care of us all. And once I get that up and running and, you know, we're in business and by the way, the government can't step foot on that property because I got the land patents the government used to fool us by giving us deeds, but mm-hmm. the problem with a deed when you buy a property is that that just allows the government to still stick you with building codes and they can do with it whatever they want with you. When you own the land patents, it's all yours. And now you're like in the old West where you have your shotgun <laughs> and anybody that steps foot on the property, you can say, Hey, you, you're now liable to be shot. 
And so in the same way, legally, I'm protected so that they could say, hey, you're practicing medicine without a license. You're growing food without spraying the pesticides we say you have to spray. And I can say, well, sorry, but you have no jurisdiction over me. I'm completely private. There's nothing you can do against me. So that that's where I wanted to go. I'll eventually get to Nathan Fletcher. But right now, I'm just having to take care of myself. You know, that reminds me, Jeff, of we talked about private membership associations recently. And I remember years ago, I was uh, had some business trips to Utah where at that time, Utah, basically uh, alcohol was virtually banned in terms of especially just walking into what we'd consider a bar and, and getting a, a beer, for example. But so some people in Provo, Utah, so I was with a business colleague in Provo, Utah, BYU, and we went into a bar. We thought it looked like a bar, private membership association. So I filled out a little form, put down my name and I think my address yeah. or something, and I paid $5. And now I was suddenly instantly a member of this association. And then I could order a beer, which <laughs> yeah. which other people yep. couldn't do. So I think it's kind of that same principle. And we did do a show on that yeah. uh, earlier, Mike Colomb. Uh, Great. But yeah, Utah had to do it. They were one of the first states to really activate that because Utah is very restrictive on a number of fronts. And God bless the people up in Utah. They figured out a way around it. I think that's where you first found out about it, isn't it? It, it is. The first oh, time I, didn't I found know that. out about a PMA was, yeah, this guy, the health men, one of the health department guys came in to somebody doing frequencies to heal people. And they said, we're going to shut you down. You're practicing medicine without a license. And he said, Oh, didn't you see the sign on the door that said this is a private membership association? And the guy said, I don't care about that. I'm shutting you down. I'm taking everything in here. And within a week, that health official had all of his assets frozen, and he was out of a job and on the streets without a job. So that's the power of a private membership association. You can just walk right into a court and just say, this guy's trespassing, and he's causing me harm. And then the judge will, you know, freeze his assets and take him out of his job. Well, and that brings up the whole principle of what government should be based on, and that is enforcing contracts between people, and and there's supposed to be a social contract between the government and the people. That's what our founding fathers tried to implement, or, you know, that's the Constitution, this social contract. So when you make a contract between an individual, so that's what you do in a private membership association, you make a contract, I am going to take my services from you, you are going to provide them, and that's how it works. And the government has no interference with that. You can take them to court if they don't fulfill that contract, but right. but, but it's all about enforcing contracts. That's what the government is supposed to do, including right. the social contract. But uh, if anyone wants to know more about this, you can read the book, Fruit from a Poisonous Tree by Melvin Stamper. And I, you recommended that book, to, uh, Jeff, yeah. and I started reading it. It's fascinating. And so yeah. you can go back in the history. You can see where the legal uh, laws derived from. I mean, it, I'm a big one for studying history because the, the past affects the present people. <laughs> you can see where you where we came from and where we should go from here because we see where we've been in the you past. You can actually learn so, lessons instead of learning them through the bad way. But anyway, yeah. Well, and I just want to add to that that the whole trick, the whole con job, and 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 um, you know they're bluffing and we're calling their bluff. Their whole con job is fear, 
And mm-hmm. so they're going to try to scare you about everything. They're going to scare you that somebody's going to come into your house and kill you. They're going to tell you there's a virus that's going to kill you. They're, gonna, they're just going to keep saying these things. And so what we do <clears throat> is we say, no, that's not accurate. That's not true. Get back in your lane, government. You're just there to protect the playing field. You're not there to tell us what to do with our lives. So is your Amen. farm, uh, <laughs> you may not want to divulge too much, but is your farm here somewhere in the you know, greater San Diego area? Can you tell us that much? Or? Yeah, it, it is. It's about 35 minutes inland from where I'm at in Carlsbad right now. It's in a, it's in a little town called Valley Center. And the reason I chose Valley Center was it's like the wild, wild west out there. I mean, everybody just wants to do what they want to do. They don't want interference. There's no 5G in Valley Center. Mm. Uh, the, the air is clear and clean. And um, so I, I found this farm, um, and it's got five acres on it, and that's enough for me to grow everything that I need to grow um, to to help us all. So super excited about that process and it's so funny i was just at a family reunion and and there were about 50 of my extended family members you know who all are uh, in the dark about most everything and they were like <laughs> we what? can we can kind of relate to that yeah okay yeah they're like you're you're buying a farm oh my god why would you buy a farm and in the back of my mind i'm thinking why wouldn't you buy a farm isn't that what we need right now because they're you know, trying to get tell us we have food shortages and they're going to try yeah. to destroy our lines and all that. So it's it feels really exciting to be a part of the solution. And again, that's what I that, that's a change in 2022 for me was instead of fighting mm-hmm. the system, it's now okay. Let me create something better. And when we create something better in education, healthcare, and law. That's when everybody in the world's going to go. Oh my God! I want to be with these people. They're doing it right. I, I'm I'm tired of the government interfering with my life. Well, and it may be absolutely necessary just to survive. We don't know. You know, mm-hmm. that shortages mm-hmm. should get could get so bad that we don't have food. So, and there's just something really worthwhile about being independent and being close to the land and seeing God's hand in growing food like wow we've experienced some of that ourselves just starting our backyard garden so and our chickens uh, we never had chickens before (laughs) i feel like i feel like a farmer myself yeah and and we're independent and that's remember what we celebrate on july 4th is independence day they can't have power over us because we're independent so I wanted to ask Just, Jeff, since you bring up about things that could, and none of us is a prophet, and I'll always emphasize that when anybody makes it seem like they know what's going to happen. But you're a pretty knowledgeable guy. What do you do? You anticipate in the next, let's say, eighteen months, uh, another pandemic, uh, food shortages, other who knows, civil insure- yeah, insurrection. What do you, what do you see coming down the pike? You know, I don't even have to be a prophet. Um, all I do is I just listen to Klaus Schwab, uh, who wrote the book The Great, Great Reset. Mm-hmm. And we, we have I it, yeah. Go all ahead. of the World Health Organization, World Economic Forum. I just listen to what they say, and I take it at face value. And so what they said they're going to do is to create, a, you know, like a one-world digital banking system, a digital ID system, 
and that will control everybody. So you can't have anything unless you fit into that. It's truly the mark of the beast, right? Because yep. then you're, you're, you're not able to do what you want to do. And so um, the economy, first of all, back in January, I started betting on the economy to crash, and I bought put options in all the companies that had harmed me. I, bu- I bought them in Facebook, Netflix, Amazon, and those companies all tanked, and I made so much money I could then buy this farm with cash. I didn't even have to get a mortgage for the yeah. farm. And the next big crash is going to come September through March, because that's when they're going to start implementing the uh, digital ID, the digital banking system. And so, you know, we've already got in California the real ID. Everybody has to have it by November. So this is them, you know, really putting the clamps on us. And uh, the, the economy is going to continue to crash. And so right now everybody should get their money out of stocks because they're going to crash for sure and get it in something safe like precious metals or land or something that you'll always have. And, um, again, the trick also is to develop these separate systems where we know our farmers, we know where to get our food. So no matter what the economy does, we're still going to have access to everything we need to survive. It's just kind of temporarily, it's going to be, some some dark times. Yeah. Yep. Hard, and to, so hard to disagree with that. We need homeschooling, alternative medicine, alternative legal instruments, private membership yeah. associations, and all these alternative yeah. things. So thank you so much for telling us all about it, telling your story. We've really, really enjoyed your insights and your wisdom that you just are, that flow out of you. <laughs> so uh, thank you. Yeah. Join us so again yeah. very soon. We're glad to call you our friend. To bless your neighbor this week, think about how you can be prepared for the long-term battle against corrupt government officials. Think of strategies that you can implement. Think about your faith in God, how he's prepared you to help others in the days ahead. Think how you can follow Jeff's example of being fully present with no force because there's no defense against a calm man or woman armed with the truth. Till next week. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.